Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Hollywood Matt Connolly with the double biceps. It is in the contract, a legal requirement every single time we're here on camera. Look at that double bicep split there. Very proud of that for myself. But um, mm. yeah, so it is. It's that, a good day. It is. It's, yeah. it's a good day when you've got the double split bicep mm. and it appears uh, as part of the contract. I don't, I don't we recorded yesterday and there wasn't a split. There wasn't because I didn't have a three uh, three XL small shirt on. Ah, oh, right. That's so the key. It's a smaller shirt. <laughs> As the days go on, early <laughs> <laughs> combat podcast. This is the co-founder, co-host, co-wearer of clothes, co-breather of air. In this very room, it is in fact the winner of the Dave Stockbridge of the Year Award for many, many years in a row. Apart from mm. the early nineties, we didn't lose it to Trouble Vince Colosimo and Vince Ronaldo, the famous hairdresser. Hopefully, we'll get him on the show one day. That'd be amazing. It would be. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, today, but today, today, today it, it's not about hairdressers' day. <laughs> Stop bringing it up. <laughs> we will talk hair care regimes as the podcast goes on, though, Gary. So yeah, it uh, is Dave. Dave's and, and, and and Dave has a, a very important guest that we have on the show today. Indeed, one that perhaps uh, Matt's not brave enough to attempt. Oh, to, I'd love to. Isn't that? <laughs> so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, who we have with us today is Gary Neugebauer. Now, Gary is fighting at DFC 16, which is also Apex Sports Fest 3. It's the, uh, it's the title fight that everybody's waiting for. It's for the light heavyweight championship. You, one of these two gentlemen entering the cage will walk away with the belt around their waist. Ladies and gentlemen, Gary Neugebauer. Gary, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, gents. Really yeah. appreciate it. So, Gary, you, you, uh, we had Rich Warner on, who's quite the, the, he's the DFC doyen. He's the man behind the mic. He's got all the special comments and knows all the background stories. But the deeper he dug, the less information he could find about you. There was more on the surface than there was as he delved deeper uh, within the Gary Neugebauer story. And so uh, you very much present as our man of mystery on the card at DFC 16. So, Gary, uh, perhaps uh, enlighten us. Uh, why are you the man of mystery? mystery in MMA in 2023 why cannot we not find anything out about you is this indeed the first time you've appeared in public and on a on a podcast <laughs> kind like the stick yeah. <laughs> are you normally wearing gear? are you the tism of uh, MMA so uh, first thing is I listened to that that, that episode and enjoyed it, and had a good laugh. So I'm not two and oh, I'm one and oh. Um, You're one and oh. Uh, I'm one and oh. And, wow. and Matt's had, been, uh, you know, yeah, so I'll, I'll tell people with, <laughs> as many as you like, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm happy. Well, one and oh. Yeah. That's the yeah, record. Yeah, yeah. So that's even right. the information that's out there is misinformation. Ooh. It's leading people down the wrong rabbit hole. Mm. And yeah, I don't know if um, if you know that was just put out there to potentially get the fight in, but um, yeah, yeah, I don't know how that that was misconstrued, but uh, yeah, one and zero, one and zero, and tell us about that victory and and how did that all come about? Yeah, so um, that was a fight on Silverback Promotions, which was kind of they typically do Muay Thai um, K one kind of fights, and this mm -hmm. was their first MMA show. Um, and fought a, a, another light heavyweight from Canberra um, and lasted all of but 
60 seconds. Um, so it's just a takedown and, and rear naked choke. So um, hence why there's nothing on tapology or any kind of video footage out there that hasn't been um, attempted to be removed by me or any anyone else. I'm not, not avoiding anything or hiding anything. It's just is what it is in terms of, uh, I guess, being pretty new to the sport and, and, and new to um, new uh, a fairly new card as well that I fought on. Well, there, there was some speculation that perhaps there was an ESPN deal and that bought the right information was scrubbed on the internet. No, as they, no. So, uh, well, we, we can put that rumor to bed. So that that's you won too quickly. That's what it was. You that, won so far they couldn't even keep it in the record. Book. That's right. They're, they're too fast. So what finish. happened? Who, who was, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Gary, you, you uh, how did you find your way into MMA? It, it, did, did you come to it um, early on or was it uh, something you came to after experimentation with other martial arts? Yeah, so um, I was uh, playing rugby union. So obviously coming from South Africa where rugby union is kind of the national sport. Um, and I managed to play that at a fairly high level. I was contracted to the Western Force Academy for a bit over in Perth, um, represented Australian schoolboys and Australia under 19 as well. Um However, our contracts were cut um, at the time. So, because one of the main sponsors, I think, was Firepower at the time, went under, and mm. so they they had to cut a lot of the junior contracts. Um, I also personally probably wasn't in the best headspace. There's a few things happening at home, and it's kind of similar, kind of typical fighter story, you know. Um, just uh, have a bit of a, I wouldn't say it's a rough upbringing, but an upbringing that was turbulent. Uh, I think the immigration and whatnot had a bit um, to do with that, and I was just being a bit of a silly bugger um getting in a lot of fights with my teammates <laughs> on the field as well <laughs> so um and so when i quit that i was like oh may as well so the record's really 15 and i yeah that's right that's yeah. <laughs> that's, uh... started early yeah. <laughs> i had no idea what i was doing then that's for sure um then um yeah, I was like, well, I need something else to do because um, I went and studied a accounting and business law degree at uni because my parents were like, typical South African parents, like, we moved here for an education. So, um, put a bit of life. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> Don't let us down now. We'll send you back. Did you ever get through? We'll send you back home. You better get said, man. Oh my God. Hang on, Gary. You're letting us all down. <laughs> it's so true, man. It's so true. Literally been like. Tough. They're tough, aren't they? Let's have to come, parents. We'll send you back to the farm. You see how you like it. Back home. <laughs> oh, shit. I was like, bad is that you? What? No. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, so then I um I picked up some Muay Thai at Riddler's gym in um in Perth, and um I tried to have a few fights. They couldn't really find any guys my size, especially for the Muay Thai division. Um, it was specifically making that transition from rugby where I was a bigger boy. Um, and then they had a jiu-jitsu coach. He pulled me in. I like had a go at jiu-jitsu, and it was only until I got my purple belt, and then moved to Sydney. Um, continued with the jiu-jitsu out. Um. And continue with the Muay Thai. Um, and once I got my purple belt, I was like, all right, I think this is now or never to kind of give this MMA thing a bit of a crack. And I've just fallen in love with the sport, to be honest. I find it, it's the best outlet for me. Um, it's kind of just 
being the best thing in terms of um, being able to like mental stimulation, physical stimulation, and also just uh, achieving a bit of flow, I think, in that moment mm. when you're in the cage, just feeling free. That's Amazing. It. So it's yeah. very much become your Zen place. Hundred percent, yeah. As weird as it is to say, to say, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and fighting for the light heavyweight title at Diamondback Fighting Championship, uh, that's uh, that's exciting. When you got the phone call up for that, were you just like, "Oh my god, this is amazing"? Yeah, I'm in for sure. Or was there a little bit of hesitation at all? Yeah, I was. I was a bit shocked because I actually got the referral from um, Brian Ebersole, um, who I um, had done a few private privates with yeah yeah and um trained a bit with him out of kings and um they uh, craig um messaged me and was like uh, we're looking for a light heavyweight and i was like look this is my record um i know that damien's camp probably wouldn't be interested knowing that i'm one and oh but i've come from professional footy background would love to put on a show like um if he's interested there's a body here because i know there weren't many guys who are probably interested given he's a bit of a killer so um yeah just jumped at it man it was like I'm 30 i'm not going to be much younger so fuck mm. it, let's go yeah. and and uh there, there is a bit more by way of uh footage out there of uh, damien vola your your opponent um for the title and uh so what have you learned from that and what what do you where do you see your your pathways to victory yeah, look, I think I think he's obviously a great grappler as well. I think we might cancel each other out in that respects. Um, so it might be on the feet for a bit longer than expected. Um, also, great judo dude. Um, uh, I know he's very top heavy. He's, he's got a lot of TKOs. Um, and and I, I'm, I guess it's just going to be a matter of seeing what the fight unfolds. I don't really have a, a specific strategy to go in there and and um, focus on a certain area. It's just really to just kind of push the pace and see see whatever happens happens uh, i think it's just going to be um a fight that would pro- hopefully will be pretty evenly matched he definitely outdoes me in the experience um department but you know in terms of i guess it actually being a fight and having that uh desire to win i'm, I'm sure that could be a pretty good show for the fans and people come down to watch so well we're, we're expecting bl- make a bloody yeah, well, we're expecting thousands to be down at the Nord Oval and you'll be performing right there in the cage, front and centre, in front of the grandstand there. There'll be, uh, like I say, thousands of people in attendance, a, a really big show, a great atmosphere. Um, so uh, you, you have you given thought to some of the finer details, like perhaps what might be your walkout music for the big event? Have you got? Have you whittled it down to the top three Sweet, or four? Sweet Caroline. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a popular one. Isn't it? That, that, that's, a, that's a real character. So, uh, you got any, any personal favourites or uh, music you've lent towards in the past or genres um, perhaps? Yeah, well, it would it'd be my first time even putting forward a, a walkout, uh, walkout song. So I do have a walkout playlist that I've put together for sure. Um, yeah. There's a few old school hip-hop classics in there, um, but even maybe some less hip-hop, more kind of, um, do you know the song Take Me to Church? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking that, that one. That'll get them, that'll get them going. I, I think, yeah, like, what's likely to happen is you know, we'll, we'll announce Damien the Pooh Bear Vola or 
uh, coming for the honey bowler, or maybe I think there might be the honey bear might be another one. So uh, I hope, he might get all three, as a matter of fact. Yeah, we'll, I hope we'll just you mix them up and call him like just poo poo poo. It would just be you, one one solitary clap in the VIP section. Um, so uh, and everybody else. So yeah, so we got to we got to, and the crowd's going to go wild. You know, I think uh, every person that's ever been that's related to or has ever known Damien Bollard is likely to be uh, stacked in the grandstand as the as the man coming from the uh, the other side of the the country and walking up that race. Is, every, every, the reason why the walkout music is important because it might be the only thing you can hear. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I expect a, I expect some hostile um, hostilities for sure. Um, oh, mate, I, I don't know if they'll be hostile. They might just be a little bit cold. That's all. We'll, we'll try and warm them up for you, though, mate. And uh, so uh, <laughs> they'll, they'll all be annoyed about our fans. They will be into the night. I'm sure. They were, they, they, one thing's for sure, they will remember the name Neugebauer. Yes. So uh, right. I'm getting I'm getting good at it now. So the more yeah, I, it's, that's it's, right. It's fine. We've been literally, well, before the show, we've been going, Neugebauer! <laughs> 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 like, just what you say before you go to war. You know, Neugebauer! Just go. It's, it's got a ring to it. Yeah. It's, it's like freedom. Yeah. Like, yeah. I hope yeah. it means something like that in, in, in Austrian German, perhaps. Yeah. Let's say it does. It, it just means, um, I think it means farmer or hard worker or something like that. <laughs> farmer! <laughs> yes! <laughs> so, so, Gary, you did mention before that you do have training pending in the next few moments, and we certainly don't want to hold you up. But just before 